0: On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk about lighting for your videos. And today's episode is made possible by people who, well, they can help you get some lighting. That's our good friends over at Movo, who have all sorts of great things for anybody trying to shoot videos, especially if you're going to shoot videos with something like your smartphone, which is what we're going to talk about today, because smartphones, while they're great for taking videos, and probably better than professional equipment, just... 10, 15, 20 years ago, they still need a little bit of assistance with some microphones, some lights, and some stands. And the guys at Movo will give you all of those things and much more for a very, very good price, I highly recommend the LV-1 lapel microphone. I use it all the time. It's a very, very good microphone. Uh, but there's also the VXR-10, which is a nice little shotgun microphone. And, of course, they have some great lights that you can get that will pop up on top of your phone or you know, a variety of other stands and things like that that you can use to make your videos look even better. If you're ready to do that, then head on over to Raiselinks.com slash Movo. 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 All right, Steve, are we ready to hear that beautiful opening tune? Movo.
1: Hit Movo, it.
2: eh? Here we go. He's Ray the video guy. Yeah, Ray the video guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. And has so much knowledge that you need ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick he's ray the video guy yeah ray the video guy
1: and it's the radio show about video video marketing madness with ray the video guy and i'm steve sleeper govmm.com is our landing page you'll find all the podcatchers and the social medias there of course we prefer Apple podcasts so leave us a five-star review and subscribe and all that good stuff dare uh, yes yeah I, I think lighting is good because uh, people can Without see, it you can't see yeah people can see you on your videos <laughs> now for many people maybe you want the opposite I' well for, for my face yeah I tell you what I got a face for radio no that's not true and it's not true for
0: anybody Anybody can be on camera, but lighting isn't just about when you're shooting your own pretty little face. It's uh, it's for all sorts of things. If you're going to be shooting objects and places and, and items and, and things that you want to sell and things that you want to show people, lighting can play a very, very important role in all that, obviously. I mean, literally, we're taking, even though it's video, we're taking photos, and photo literally means light. And that's how it's done. It's Is that through Greek light for stuff. light, photo? I don't... I think it's Latin, but Latin. Like maybe it's, nah, it's... Latin. No, it's Latin photo. That sounds <laughs> Latin to me. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, literally, that's what it means. Now, most of us these days, including me, I've got some nice cameras, but for the most part, I shoot my stuff with my smartphone, my iPhone 11 Pro Max, which I'm waiting for the 13 to arrive so I can get a new one, but I use that with the 11 Pro Max, and... The great thing about these cameras that are on these smartphones is they take a beautiful picture. I mean, think about this. We used to shoot TV commercials with super expensive cameras that were only 480i and uh, low resolution like you wouldn't believe. If you looked at it today, people would scratch their heads. These kids that have only lived you know, in the 2000s when we've had high definition, I, I don't think they'd understand what it was like to watch TV in 480i on a small little screen. And that's what our professional cameras took. Yeah. Yeah, certainly it looked okay, but your smartphone at 4K and, and I think some of them coming out are gonna be eight K, which I don't quite understand, but I th- believe that's gonna be the case. Dang. Think about that. Way, 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 way higher resolution than a professional camera that probably cost thirty to fifty thousand dollars back in the day. And uh, you know, you're sticking it in your pocket, pulling it out and taking eight K video. Well, the advantages that you have, of course, these days are the fact that it is digital video, you've got really nice high-end compressions, and you've got all sorts of digital signal processors and stabilizers and all these other things that are in these cameras. However, there's one thing that these cameras in your phones do not have that professional cameras, even going back into the 80s and whatnot, and long before that, too, uh, that those had. And that is big, giant lenses, huge Mm -hmm. pieces of glass. And what are those pieces of glass for? They are to get more light into that camera. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, unfortunately, your smartphone is just not going to have. Yes, there are contraptions you can add to your smartphone. Uh, I've even seen one that's a a gigantic telescoping lens you can attach to your phone that will shoot the moon. But point being is, at that point in time, you're going to buy a giant lens like that you might as well just have a big expensive camera anyway right if you want to be able to shoot with just your camera and maybe maybe one of those little clip-on camera lenses then what you want to have is you want to have a lot of good light the more light you have the better you're going to be able to take your picture now um there is of course diminishing returns on that if you blow the light out and you know all you see is uh, the person's glowing like a ghost And obviously a little too much, but point being is the more good light that you can have when you're shooting a video, especially with a smartphone, the better it's going to be. Now, this is the case for anything, no matter what you're shooting. If you've got a giant expensive lens, you still want to have decent lighting to get your best picture. But it is going to be much more critical on these smartphones and maybe some of these, even some of these little tiny um, cameras like the Mevo's and and even the... uh, uh, Whoa, what's the camera I'm thinking of, Steve? The uh, uh, GoPro. Go action cameras. The GoPro, thank you. Woo. So things like that that have very small lenses. The GoPro's lens is fairly large. Even the Mevo is fairly large compared to a cell phone. Cell phone's a little bit smaller, uh, although some of the newer cell phones are actually coming with, with bigger optics on there. But the point being is they need more light to get into those lenses to get you a good picture. Because without that, the camera the, the lenses can't compensate for the lack of light like they can if you've got a big barrel lens that you've got on a, a Sony or, or a Canon or, or whatever it is that you're using, um, those are going to bring in more light. So even if it looks like it's fairly dim, it's going to pull more of that light in. You're going to get a much better picture. It's going to be less grainy and whatnot. If you're using your smartphone in the same dim lighting, you're just not going to be able to bring in enough light. Yes, the digital signal processors are going to clean it up a little bit and whatnot, but it's still not going to be the same as if you just set up a nice set of lights or shot in a room that's lit properly or shoot outdoors in the proper situations. So let's talk a little bit about how we can do lights because there's a lot of it out there. And the first one foremost is the, uh, the biggest light of them all, the sun. Obviously if you're shooting outside during the day, you're going to usually have plenty of light unless it is an extremely overcast day, dark and stormy. But even then, On a dark and stormy day, you're going to have more light than you would have if you were using a set of lights inside in most cases anyway. um, It's just that bright. Right. Obviously, if you go outside during the day, you shoot out there, you're going to be able to use that. Now, there are some tips for doing lighting even when you're outdoors because there are some things that you want to make sure that you do properly. So, for instance, you want to know where the sun is. If the sun is out and it's directly in front of you, It's One, it's going to shine in your eyes, but two, it's going to cover your whole face. You may even get lit up a little bit too much. You have to be careful with that and adjust the camera for that. But that's kind of, on a bright sunny day, even though it's going to be in your eyes a little bit, you want that light to be coming straight at you so that it's filling your face and filling the front of you so that you get a nice picture on that. Uh, What you never want to do, unless you're specifically trying to get an effect with your camera, is to have your back towards the sun and shooting your face because the camera's going to lock down uh, because of that bright sun. You're going to be really dark. Or if you manually open it up so that you don't look so dark, it's going to look like you're in you know, a nuclear Holocaust movie. So you got to be careful and make sure that um, you're using that sun as a light to project onto your face. Now, ideally, you want to get a slightly overcast day where the clouds kind of filter that sun. And the reason is because if you're, if you're in direct sunlight, um, you're going to get very harsh shadows, very bright spots. You know, the tip of your nose will be very bright. Your cheeks will be darkened because of the shadows coming off of it. And, and so that can be a bit of an issue as well. But if you get a nice cloudy day, you can really start to get a nice image. Um, there are some advanced sun techniques that you can use. So, for instance, uh, one that we used to use on a lot of shoots is we would have big reflectors. And there would be different kinds. Some would be a, a white nylon reflector, and you would angle that with the sun so that the sunlight would come down, hit that white on the reflector, and get on your face and give you a nice, even light. You could also use a very shiny project, uh, uh, reflective substance, and that would put that harsh light on you without you staring directly into the sun, almost like a mirror. Mm-hmm. And you know that could really make a big difference as well. So those are some of the things you could do. Uh, One thing that we used to do to get a nice even light is to have the sun ahead in front of you, but off to the side a little bit. So at maybe like a not even a 45 degree angle, but, you know, maybe a little closer than that. But then use a reflector to get more light bouncing off and onto the other side of your face so that one side by the sun would be lit really well. The other side would be lit just a little bit less, so you kind of get a little bit of contrast in that image, and it really makes it pop. So those are the types of things that you can do outdoors with that. Uh, like I said, if it's a if it's a slightly hazy day, you're going to get a better image with that. Um, other tricks is try not to shoot noon. You know, if you're going to go out and do that, try to shoot early in the morning or late in the afternoon when the sun is down a little lower. It's a little. It's got a little more. Um, of a red hint to it as the light comes through and it's going to give you a really nice color. So, and it's not going to be nearly as harsh in the early morning or the late afternoon. So that's another thing that you can do outdoors to really give yourself a nice image. Or go, now, or, or, or go, to sorry, great, go, go, go to
1: Great Britain for the diffuse light. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, you go to there, Seattle
0: and you're going to get a little too wet. Yeah. But uh, you know that, yeah, that is true. They are overcast in those areas and, and that can be really good. So once we go back indoors, now we've got a lot more what we call control. We can control the lighting indoors if we have equipment to do so. Now, in many cases, you're going to be indoors somewhere. You may have your phone. You may, you're not going to have lights with you all the time. So you need to kind of compensate for that by what's around you. So let's think of a room and come up with some ideas on how we can light this to make it look good. Now, first and foremost, if you're in a room that has fluorescent lighting, There's good and there's bad with fluorescent lighting. The good is, if the fluorescent lighting is working properly, you're gonna get a very even light throughout the room. So if you shoot yourself in a room where there's fluorescent lights, you're probably going to get an even, well-lit image. The only problem with that is it's gonna be kind of flat looking. Um, It's not gonna have a lot of detail in in the lighting and the shadows and things, it's gonna be very flat. And the other thing, too, and you may have noticed this, if you ever watch a video that's taken in a room with fluorescent lighting, if you were to play it in slow motion, what you're going to see is you're looking at somebody's face. Their face is going to be slightly orange, then slightly blue, then slightly orange, then slightly green, then slightly yellow. And the reason for that is fluorescent light, unless you buy very specific bulbs that are a lot more expensive, is uh, it covers the spectrum. So even though you look at these fluorescent lights in the room and you're like, oh, it's pretty white light, you know, it's, it's a very white light. It's really not. It's actually cycling through colors all the time. It's just the naked eye doesn't usually pick up on it. But the camera with its short, slower shutter speeds and ability to slow down, you can really start to see the color differences. And even at normal speed, what you wouldn't see in the room when you're just talking to somebody on the camera, you can often see. The kind of the color cycling that's going on on the person's face just because it picks the camera picks it up more than the human eye does human eye compensates for it. The camera can't camera doesn't pick up nearly fast enough. Um, at all speeds to be able to do that so you're going to get some of those issues may not even be noticeable if the fluorescent light is new and strong and good you may not really notice it if they if you go to the expense of getting the really nice fluorescence you're not going to notice it at all they have photo fluorescence that you can buy and put them in there and they're going to give you a nice balanced light for photography and that can work really well but it will give you a nice even light if you don't have any other light sources and the choice is You know, in there or in a room where it's dark and and you don't have lighting, go with the fluorescent lights. It's going to give you a a better, even if not super pleasing, it's going to give you a better image usually for those types of shots. Um, But in other situations, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to bring your own lighting. Now, one simple thing you could do is have an on-camera light, either a a mini ring light or one of the little seven oak lights that you can get from uh, over at Movo. Those will mount on the top of your camera or the stand that you're using on the camera, or maybe they'll go onto its own tripod. They're usually LEDs these days. You just turn that on, put a couple batteries in it, and you know, just have it shine right to the person's face. Again, you're gonna get slightly flat looking image, but it's gonna be fairly soft because it's LEDs and it's gonna, you know, be powerful enough to do that. And you're gonna get an okay image with that. It's gonna look a lot better than no lighting at all. A lot better than no lighting, certainly. But um, again, it's not ideal if you really want to take control of the situation, but just having that one light in there is going to make it's going to fill that in and just really um, help the face to pop a little bit. And certainly, like I said, be better than if you're in a normally lit room with lots of shadows and and whatnot. So you can definitely do that. Um, and those are pretty inexpensive. You can get those for you know thirty to forty dollars probably, and they'll mount right onto your, your the top of your camera, however you're holding your camera, and uh, you know give you a pretty nice light. Now, if we want to really get into some controlled situations, this is where you can get into your multi-point lighting. And I know back a few years ago, we did a real in-depth thing about three-point lighting. And that's what we really want to go for is what's called three-point lighting. And three-point lighting essentially is where you have three different lights. Technically, three-point lighting has more than three lights, but we'll, we'll tell you why in a minute. The three lights that you want to have are the, the fill, the key, and the backlight. And essentially, it works like this. You're going to have one light that's pretty bright, and I don't want to say a harsh light, but a more harsh light that you're going to put in front of your subject, but off to the side just a little bit. And it doesn't matter which side. You can decide which side you want to do that on, left or right. But it's going to be on the left or the right of the camera, and mostly getting one side of the person's face and it's going to be a fairly bright light. Then what you're going to want to have is what's called the fill light. The fill light will be on the opposite side of the camera. So if one's to the left, the other one's going to be to the right. And usually with the fill, it'll be a little bit further along the axis. So if you're going to if you look at it like angles, if the if the key light, the main light is, you know, 20 degrees off of center on the left, then you probably want to have the fill light be about 30 degrees off on the other side. And it's just a little bit further away. And that light usually is going to be a much softer light. And then that way, you've got one side that's nice and one side that's more softly lit. And it gives that nice depth and contrast. And it looks really, really good when you do that, especially if you do it properly. So uh, what kind of lights can you get with that? Again, the uh, the camera light that we talked about, um, the, the one that I use most of the time nowadays is a, a light from Movo. And it's, uh, it's made by Seven Oak. Sometimes they sell it under the Movo brand as well, but they sell it on Movo. Uh, again, it's like $40. I actually have a couple of those. And I put one on the left, one on the right, and then I turn one up higher and turn the other one down a little bit lower. And sometimes I even put a little diffuser that comes with it over it to make it even softer. And that's basically all you need. But you can do this nowadays, especially um, with any kind of LED lights. You're going to get control over that. And what I love is in the old days, we used to cheat by going down to like Home Depot or Walmart and we would buy work lights. And the work lights would have those little, uh, little xenon bulbs in them. Mm -hmm. And we would get those and we would put those, uh, you know, as our main lights, our camera lights, because the professional camera lights that you would buy, the professional video lights, Use that exact same bulb that goes into the cheap little $30, $20 Walmart work light. So you could literally, instead of spending, in, back in those days, you used to spend five to $700 for one light. Dang. And it used the exact same bulb that you would put into the work lights. And, you know, you just get those work lights and you modify them by putting, you know, something in front of it to soften it up or whatever. And those professional lights would have stuff to soften it up, but now you can do the same thing with that work light. Well, guess what? Nowadays, we have LED lights, and the work lights are LED lights. The professional video lights are LED lights. So you can go to Walmart, you can get a work light that is LED-based, and you can have your own video lights without having to spend a fortune. And you can buy two of those and put one on each side, and now you've got your kill, kill your, your fill and key lights just like that. Very, very easy to do that. Otherwise
1: and known as kill lights.
0: Yes, yes. And, if, uh, and, and the cool thing is if you're trying to get this effect and you go and, and you go the cheap route, go to Walmart and get two of those uh, work lights, all you do for the fill light is just move it further away to make it softer and, and lighter. Right. And the other one you keep a little bit closer and that will be brighter on the other side and you'll still get your key light, you'll still get your fill light, and it will and give it a nice image. Now, the third light in the, th- the three-point lighting is what's called the backlight. So the backlight is usually a smaller light that shoots the backside of you. Okay, so now it's not shooting into the camera. This is going to be something that is the subject that's on camera. This is going to be to their left or to their right. And it's going to shoot down and kind of just put a nice light on the top of their head, the top of their shoulders. And what it does is it just really adds dimension to the video. When we're looking at video, we're looking at a flat 2D image, and by doing this, it just really separates the person from whatever background they're in front of, and really makes them pop on the on the screen. So that's your 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 uh, your backlight. Again, it's shooting the back of the person in the camera, but not. It's not going to be behind that person. It's going to be off to the side, a little bit behind them, but off to the side so you don't see it in the camera or anything. And it's just going to get one side on the shoulders and the head and whatnot in the arm. And it just really does make a, a nice little difference in, in fixing that up. Now, I did mention that three-point lighting actually has more than three lights because the other lights that you're going to want to add to these things in many cases is your, back, is, excuse me, uh, your background lights. Mm-hmm. So you have your back light, but now you have your background lights. These are lights that are going to shoot what's behind you. So, for instance, if you're doing a video shoot in front of just a big uh, canvas backdrop, what you want to do is you would want to have lights that shoot that backdrop. If you're shooting on a green screen, you're going to want background lights that are going to fill that green screen with with light so that it's a nice bright, even green. If you are, um, if you've got furniture and plants and things like that behind the person you want to use those background lights to highlight some of those plants and things so that they kind of stick out a little bit and and look good Um, so that's your basic three-point lighting kit with the background lights that can really make a big difference in your pictures as you do things now um, in addition to this if you're doing run and gun type of work you're going to want to have your light that you can mount with you at any time because if you're outside at night which is the other scenario, is you're definitely going to need lights. And if you can get a light that you mount on your camera, that's going to give you a nice image out there at night. Um, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be great. But it's going to be a lot better than shooting somebody in the dark and getting a really grainy picture. Uh, instead, you're going to get that kind of Blair Witch effect. And by the way, anybody, half the audience probably goes, what's the Blair Witch? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Before my time. But it's going to give you that effect of you know a floating head in the darkness of, of you know the outdoors. But um, certainly better than not seeing the person at all. Yeah. And so if you can get one of those lights, again, it's the same one that we talked about, the Seven Oaks lights that you can get at places like Movo um, that are going to really help. Now, on top of that, uh, if you go to Best Buy these days, I believe they have lights that you can buy there now um, that are camera-mountable lights. So if you're shooting things with, like, the GoPros and whatnot, they sell lights now. Uh, in those shops that you can get, which is funny because you know all those years when we needed all this stuff there, places like Best Buy never really had no. any of this equipment stuff. you know they had low level stuff, but they never had like the tripods and they never had the lights, and they never and now they do yeah. so it 's it's, it's convenient to be able to go there and, and uh, grab
1: well, some of these things the, these lights and just look look at movo just there 's a link in the description i 'm not trying to get salesy, but just look at the stuff that Movo has. It there's it's good lighting is so much more accessible. Good lighting yep. at, at a cheap price is so much more accessible than it was twelve years ago when I first got into this. Two thousand nine, I had Thank to go, you LEDs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to go get the uh, uh, light balanced uh, fluorescent lights. Mm-hmm. I think they're for, you know the the cues, and then yep. Yep. I, I got some uh, floodlight reflectors and tripods. I still use those, you know, but, yep. uh, it, you know, and it, it, but these things probably cost me more than a whole Movo setup would cost me now, you know?
0: Oh uh, gosh. Um, I remember, you know, when, when, uh, LEDs started to become a thing, the video lights that used LEDs were incredibly expensive. You mm-hmm. could buy one, there was a company called light panels, L I T E and, they, my goodness, you'd get the light panels to uh, use as video lights and they were like 12, 14, fifteen, hundred dollars for one. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. And nowadays you know you can go to a place like Movo and get a small one for 40 bucks and they sell bigger ones too, but you know instead of selling them for 500 or a thousand, they're, they're selling them for 40 bucks. So it's come a long, long way from where it was. They used to be very, very expensive and now they've gotten uh, much more reasonable. Um, and, and everybody makes them, and if that 's what you can get that 's what you really want yeah. and and i 'll tell you why with the led lights they 're much more versatile uh they run on much less battery power, so you can run them longer on battery power, Many of the other ones like the fluorescent lights and everything there are very few that ran on battery power. you had to plug in mm-hmm. um, and you know many of the other ones same thing the you know if you had one that had uh the little incandescent bulbs or it had the little um i forget what kind of light bulbs they were uh but they had like you know they were similar to those xenon bulbs but they were smaller um oh yeah those could run on battery power but they weren't super powerful no with the leds you're talking about you know getting a nice panel that lights up bright you can adjust the brightness which by the way you can't do in fluorescence you can't dim them down The, the way that you would dim them down in fluorescence is you would have you know, uh, a panel that had like four fluorescents and you could turn two of them off. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's about all you could really do with that. And even with incandescence, yeah, you could dim incandescence down, but when you dim incandescence down, they turn orange. And so the lower you lower them, the more orange the subject looks. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful with that, with the LEDs, you can turn them up, you can turn them down and they're, they're going to keep the same color temperature. They're not going to change their color very much at all. And, you know, you can do all the dimming that you want, and they look great um I, for instance, when I'm shooting here at my desk, I've got a fluorescent um ring light, so it's a big ring light that sits around the camera and uh, I don't know how many LEDs are in that it's quite a few. it's a pretty good sized ring light it, it, you know um it, big enough I could stick my head through it and wear it as
1: a hula hoop um, but uh.
0: Yeah, I and mean, that works well. You, could do, you
1: could do that for Halloween, you know, light it up. Yeah, I could. Yeah. I could do that. It does run on batteries. Tell I everybody, batteries, I tell, tell everybody you're a saint. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it does a great job. It's it's you know, and and I think I got I got this one on sale. Like I said, it's it's a pretty big one. Um, but I got it on sale for I think it was on sale for like eighty dollars at the time with a stand and it dims and it changes color. Um, now, when I say changes color, it, it changes color in a video way. You're not going to turn it green and blue and red. It's it, it goes from different temperatures, so 5,600 Kelvin to 3,200 Kelvin, and and you can go even lower or higher than those. Um, and what that essentially means is the sun is approximately 5,600 Kelvin. And Kelvin is instead of uh, Fahrenheit or Celsius, Kelvin is a is a temperature. But in this case, they're talking about a color temperature. And so 5,600 Kelvin is kind of what the sun is. With, um, it's like a bluish white. Right. And you can go all the way down. Incandescent bulbs are typically 3,200 Kelvin, so it can do 3,200 Kelvin. So if you've got other lights in your room that are incandescent, you can match them up. Um, because a couple other things you need to worry about is if you're mixing lighting. So, for instance, if you're in a room that has sunlight coming through the window and you're using a traditional incandescent bulbs on the inside, your picture is going to be a mess Mm -hmm. because your camera is not going to know what to do because it's seeing this blue light, it's seeing this orangey light, and it doesn't know how to white balance anything in the room. So what I've typically done is I've gone all uh, sunlight, daylight lighting. So in this room I'm in now, it doesn't matter. There's no sunlight in this room, so I can can use anything. I can use any color temperature I want. It wouldn't matter. But... When I used to have my studio in California, that actually had a big window in it. Uh, and even the room oh, yeah. in, in yeah. down the road here, when I had the, the uh, office over here down the road always that one had windows in it. So mm-hmm. the sunlight would get through, and the sunlight being 5,600 Kelvin, so I wanted all my bulbs to be 5,600 Kelvin. And you can do that. With LEDs, you can do that. But you can also buy incandescent bulbs that are daylight balanced. You can buy fluorescent bulbs that are daylight balanced. And that's typically what I would do is buy those. Um, in my California office, I actually replaced – it had recessed lighting in the ceiling. And I actually replaced those with fluorescent bulbs that were daylight balanced. So that the sun came in the window, the daylight balanced with the lights in there, plus my actual video lights would be the same color. And that just really makes a difference in your picture. So. Anytime you can do that, it's going to make a a, a nice difference. But again, you know, lighting gets overlooked a lot of times because our cameras are that good that you can shoot in weird situations. But the more lighting you have, the better it's going to be. If you're going to be doing professional things and let's say shooting somebody for an interview, doing that three-point lighting is going to be ideal. If you can't do the three-point lighting, two-point lighting is fine. Just, you know, that would be without the backlight. So you'd still have the key and the fill lights. And you can't do that. One ring light or one light on your camera is definitely going to make a difference. Um, I do like the ring lights because they kind of mimic light from all different directions. So you kind of have a, a key and a fill on the sides of that ring, plus the bottom and the top, and it just uh, it, it helps. It's it's a good uh, it's a good way to light a subject up. Yeah. is using those ring lights, so I like that pretty darn well. Yeah, and Steve. Well, anything you. else you want to say about lighting? No.
1: <laughs> no. oh. You know, I I, I I do have a joke, though. I I bought a bunch of those curly Q, uh fluorescent daylight balance lights years and years and years ago. Bought a bunch of them. never had to buy them since, mostly because yep. Will Pettit's never been to my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, by
0: the way, I, I spoke to him earlier today. Um, but it's funny uh, you mentioned that because that's what I was thinking, too, is a uh, uh, funny story with that. It, what Steve's referencing is uh, our good buddy will pettit and if you're listening will yeah i still remember this um i used to get the when you think of those curly cue fluorescent bulbs people are thinking of the little ones that you put into your light sockets well with the video lighting what i had was these gigantic versions of those so if you imagine one of those little curly cues that you screw in to a regular light socket but multiply that thing by like 10 oh they're and huge how, they're, they're huge, they're huge anyhow, to begin with. Yeah, and, yeah. and the funny thing is they still plug into a regular socket uh-huh. They still have the same socket on the end, but it's just a giant curly cue. Extremely fragile. I still have those. I still use them uh, for some of my stuff, but extremely fragile. You tap those things, and you can shatter them into a billion pieces. Well, will for whatever reason, and they're expensive, uh, relatively speaking. They're not, you know, hundreds of dollars, but one light bulb is like twenty, thirty dollars, uh, and that may have changed. I haven't bought one in a while, but um, he was. He was well-known for always breaking those on me. Yeah, yeah. So we went somewhere. We had one with me. He would drop it, and it would break, or he would bang it, and it would shatter, or he would knock it over in the office, and it would shatter. And so we went through quite a few of those just with him breaking them. And, and that's not to say that I didn't break them, too, because I have. I've broken them. It
1: people. happens. In, in, the field, in the field, you can't help it but do that sometime. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we do a bunch of videos. I do my daily Bible study. That's I've got that old set up in my office. And then... Uh, yep. We do videos of my wife painting where we have uh, a GoPro right over the top of where she's painting and then those lights. And uh, nice. the, the it, it works. Uh, you know, the GoPro, I have to kind of do a little color correction, you know, when I do the editing. But it, 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 it works. <laughs> it's fine. Um but it's it's kind of a pain to get it set up, you know. The, the first time you do it, you got to shoot four or five bit videos before you get it right, you know, because sure. you just got to be moving stuff around. Um, if I was going to take that GoPro out and do something, I always wanted to do the small town walking tours, where I'd go into mm-hmm. a small town and just go to the all the interesting places. Uh, I would be getting some mobile lights some handheld small lighting to take out into the field because I don't want anything bulky I want any, I want stuff that's portable easy to use and you know the uh, one guy walking around with a GoPro and making videos with them you know showing things of interest that's huge on on YouTube right now Get the small yeah. lighting, get, you know, look at yep. look at that mobile link in the in the description, because that is absolutely the way to go. Oh, yeah. And, and
0: it's like I said, it's it's easy these days, you know, and when we've got these things in our pocket, I mean, honestly, the lights are bigger than the, the cameras, you know, as in the phones,
2: mm-hmm.
0: But uh, you know, it's it's well worth it and it does a good job. Um, and I've been experimenting a lot with cameras and with lighting and everything else. And, um, you know, here in the studio, my lighting is not fantastic in here. Um, I've got decent lights for shooting the background here. And speaking of background lights, one of the things that I've done here in this studio is I went and I got some of those Hue lights. And Those are the ones that you can control with your phone and you can change the color. And I bought uh, I bought four of them and I bought one of the LED strips and I've got them set up here. And then I also bought uh, – I'm not sure what to call these things. They're, they're supposed to be like big spotlights, but they're actually flat panel LED thingies. And I got them on Amazon. They are pretty cheap. But they're color-controlled through my phone. Oh. Actually, I'm sorry. through a, Those are controlled through a remote control. The other ones are through my phone. And I can change my lighting background. So if I'm doing a product like, let's say, Movo – I can color everything that bluish green color. So the background will be bluish green because the lights are shooting at the wall and whatnot. And if I'm doing something on YouTube, I turn them red and the background looks all red and and it just uh, it looks really cool and I can change it anytime I want. I can mix the lighting and have part of the room look blue and part yellow and part red. And so we do a lot of cool stuff with those. Not very expensive. And I just um I didn't uh uh I, I bought the lights and what I had was I went to the hardware store and there are those really cheap clip lights um yeah yeah yeah. they're just like a like a tin you know scoop yeah and they have like a little clip on the end and i've got a light stand and i just clip those to the light stand so i've got you know two one and then another one and then i've got that big thing on the top of the light stand and then the same thing on the other side and so i've got six lights that are shooting the background that we can control and then i've got one of the led strips that goes against one of the corners so it kind of lights up the corner and then I've got an, another light that's a, a controllable LED light that's in the bottom of my desk that shoots up the wall a little bit to just kind of brighten that. And you know that works pretty good. It's actually a, the the lighting for the background is actually better than the, the lighting for me in here because I'm just using the one ring light, which is okay. But if we really wanted to set up a couple of lights, we could do even better um, for when we're shooting that. But it's very convenient to just have that ring light and just go with that, and it works good enough. You know, no, we're not uh, we're not we're not shooting. Uh, you know, a blockbuster film here. We're you know showing how to use a, an email program or or a video program.
1: Right, so right, right works well enough. Although uh, I, what I thought was kind of cool, and this is a little off topic, but uh, you had a picture of your office that you took from the back wall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know that you put on Facebook. It, yeah, it looked like something from the Matrix. It was pretty cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's starting to look that way. Yeah, we got that. Uh, we got three screens up here now, plus. You know any laptops and and whatnot and the fourth screen behind me and and that's the other thing too if you you know this has nothing to do with lighting but you know I I, I, um, I have the desk behind me and I put a, a nice TV there and I put information on that TV so I don't have to do graphics later because I put it on the uh, the actual television
1: oh and, and, uh, yeah yeah
0: I actually use most of I, well I do one of a couple of things either I will if I want to if I want to people to see my screen that I'm looking at on the screen behind me, I can do that. But I also have an Apple TV hooked up to it, and I've got a, um, a photo cluster in there um, that's r- just for backgrounds for that. And so I'll go through, and I'll do Movo, and I'll do YouTube, and I'll do Ray the Video Guy or whatever it happens to be and pop those up there over my shoulder while I'm talking. And then I don't have to do any editing and graphics and things. It's already it's on a physical screen and works really well.
1: Yeah, that that, that is cool. Yeah.
0: And the TV has lighting around it, too.
1: Yeah, I, I've yeah. seen those, mm-hmm. and they, they look good. Uh, they're they're fun. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. And, and, and I think they look a little more real than the green screen, but maybe that's just me, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it definitely does. And green screen's nice. And what's ironic is I used to do so much green screen, and I still – we've been here for over a year now. I still don't have a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to do green screen, like, every day. Yeah. Um, but this saves me a lot of time, yeah. having a real set. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, and you've you've had some ideas about where to put a green screen there, but you know, unless you yeah. absolutely had to have it, you know, well, what you know, you, you, you've you've got more on your plate than you can get to every day. So, sadly, that is true. You no, know, you no. Know. How's the, how's uh, now? We're really off topic, but how's the affiliate business going? That's going good. That yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good as always. Yeah, that that's where you made always your doing mark. Yeah, oh, always yeah, need to yeah. always need to work harder. Could be better, but yeah. you know, yeah.
0: tis what it is. And it's, uh, you know, hopefully we got the skills to pay the bills. You the know,
1: skills to pay the bills. Absolutely. <laughs> well, good, good show, Ray. I really enjoyed this. Excellent. All yeah, right. you know, one thing that I found though with the uh, screen capture vids, I don't need lighting. <laughs> you don't need lighting at all. <laughs> That's except, what I like. except to see the screens and see That's your mouse right. and your keyboard. I do a ton of screen capture videos. So. Yes. You don't have to worry about lighting when you do screen capture. <laughs> I think I'm funny. Nobody else does. Hey. Hey. Who helped make this episode possible, Ray? Well, it's the same people who make the lighting in your camera look better. The people
0: at Movo. Movo is the place to go for lighting and for microphones and stands and everything in between so that you can shoot even better video whether you're using your smartphone or a real video camera it'll work either way so be sure to check out the folks at movo check out all the great things they have by heading on over to raiselinks.com slash movo slash mm. movo and with that steve are we ready to hear that song one more time
1: hit it ray